Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, revive your hormones and reclaim your freedom with Dr. Sonia Jensen. Our history, our thoughts about ourselves, our belief systems, the things that we have been told since being in the womb influence our health today, influence our life today. And I think the more we speak to that, the easier it becomes for women and men to understand that healing is possible, that the potential is there and hope is there. We just need to kind of look at the shadows. We need to look at what we've been through so we can move through it instead of away from it. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, host of the Keto Camp Podcast, and boy, do we have a treat for you today. We have a wonderful human being, a colleague of mine, Dr. Sonia Jensen, who came on the show to outline and explain her new book that's about to come out called Women Unleashed, Release Your Story, Revive Your Hormones, and Reclaim Your Freedom. We go deep into how your thoughts can impact your health negatively or positively. Dr. Sonia shares her story of feeling like she was a victim and how she was feeling overwhelmed and disempowered at the age of 13, crying, upset, lost in life and what she did to work on these trapped emotions to balance her hormones and to change her life and the amazing work she's doing with her husband, Nick Jensen, Dr. Nick Jensen at their clinic in Vancouver. We also get into the inspiration behind her book and through her own healing journey with trauma and what she's been through, how she's able to help thousands of women all across the world heal their body through the principles you're gonna learn on today's episode. We also discuss some really fascinating information on how when a baby is in the womb, the environment of that baby makes the difference for the baby's health when the baby's born into the world. It is so fascinating. We also discuss understanding and treating traumatic stress and the scope of its impact on society. We discuss the book, The Body Keeps the Score, which is one of the most impactful books out there on healing trauma. We talk about the reasons we create stories and how to create stories that will serve you better and serve your health better. We also get into the tools that Dr. Sonia Jensen loves to use and apply and how you could apply those tools today and heal your body. We also talk about the common symptoms women deal with on a daily basis, the most significant lesson that Dr. Sonia Jensen learned from writing her first book, How to Navigate Keto So You Can Have a Healthier Monthly Cycle, and much more. Before we get into this wonderful conversation with Dr. Sonia, I do want to take a minute to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. 
This is a five-star review from Danny Keto 1016 titled, So Informative. I've done keto on and off for three years now, and I'm constantly learning, and I love it. Ben makes it so easy to understand and gives so many ideas regarding keto. He's made it easier for me to explain things about keto to my husband, who is new to keto. Keep up the great work, Ben. Oh, Danny, that is awesome. I'm so grateful you are enjoying the episode and you're sharing it and educating your husband. I hope he has been doing great with this new keto journey, and I hope you are continuously listening to the show and applying these life-changing principles that we share here on the Keto Camp Podcast. If you have not left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating or a review yet on Apple Podcast, please take a second to do so right now as that really helps the show grow makes a big difference to get the show into more hands. And if you have any value, if you're getting any value from the show, please leave that rating and review on Apple Podcast. Did you know that the number one cause of cellular inflammation, and when I say cellular inflammation, I'm referring to cell membrane inflammation. The number one cause of that, nope, it's not sugar, not even vegetable oils. It's actually toxins, toxicity. I'm somebody who is a big believer that if you want to get well, you got to fix the cell. That's what my mentor, Dr. Pompa, said, and he's right, specifically the brain cells. These toxins that come into our life from breathing, touching our skin, our food supply, our water supply, they bioaccumulate and get stored in our tissues, which create inflammation in the body. Yeah, keto, fasting, carnivore, ancient healing strategies, these are great ways to reduce inflammation in your body. But if you have an upstream cause, it's going to be very difficult, damn near impossible to get the optimal health that you seek. That's why I'm excited to share my program that I'm releasing called True Cellular Detox with Ben Azadi. If you want to learn how to properly detox your body to start removing those toxins from your body and reducing inflammation so keto and fasting can work that much better, then I want to share this opportunity with you. We only launch this program three times per year, and we take only 15 people in each program. If you would like to work with me for 90 days alongside Dr. Daniel Pampa, Dr. Mindy Peltz, to understand true cellular detox, which includes four 60-minute Zoom calls with me and the other members, all the supplementation, and the most accurate test for assessing cellular inflammation called the meta-oxy test, which is 50 times more accurate than any blood test looking at cell membrane inflammation. You get all that as part of your membership to this 90-day program. I want you to head to ketocampdetox.com. Ketocampdetox.com, camp is spelled with a K. Learn more about it. Hopefully, you're hearing this on time because once we reach 15 people, we are going to close this program and the next one will not open for another four to five months from right now. So head to ketocampdetox.com. I'd love to work with you and show you exactly how to detox the right way. We will also drop a link for that down below in the show notes. Did you know there's actually beverages that can supercharge your fasting results? My favorite, which is a keto powerhouse, is apple cider vinegar. There's a ton of research showing apple cider vinegar has been beneficial for boosting your metabolism, suppressing appetite, reducing fat storage. That's because apple cider vinegar contains acetic acid, which is a short-chain fatty acid that's been shown to promote weight loss in those ways. 
Also, apple cider vinegar is one of the best ways to balance your blood sugars. A study showed apple cider vinegar improved insulin sensitivity after high-carb meals up to 34%. We also know that apple cider vinegar stimulates digestion, acts as a biostimulant to help break down the fat you're eating on keto. Another research study showed apple cider vinegar protects against mineral depletion. If you're like me, you probably don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar. I think it tastes disgusting. That's why my go-to is Paleo Valley's Apple Cider Vinegar Complex. This is an organic blend of apple cider vinegar and four more gut and health supportive superfoods. I take this before my meals, I take it before coffee, and this enhances my fast and my blood sugar regulation. You'll find it contains organic apple cider vinegar, organic turmeric, organic ginger, organic Ceylon cinnamon, and organic lemon. Since you are a listener of the Keto Camp podcast, we worked out an exclusive discount code for you to get the apple cider vinegar complex capsules and all of the products over at Paleo Valley. All you need to do is head to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. By the way, they got delicious beef sticks and an awesome organ meat complex. Go check them out. Paleovalley.com. That is KetoCamp15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below in the show notes. All right, let's get into this conversation with Dr. Sonia Jensen. Dr. Sonia Jensen has been working with women for over a decade, inspiring them to be the best versions of themselves and helping them gain freedom through the chains of society, their hormones, and the mantra that continuously plays in so many of their minds, which is, I'm not enough. Dr. Jensen has made it clear that healing hormones isn't just a job for the physical part of the body, but the heart, mind, and even the soul. So here's Dr. Sonia Jensen. Dr. Sonia Jensen, welcome back to the Keto Camp Podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's almost so great having conversations with you. Likewise. And you have a brand new book coming out that's going to change the lives of not just women out there, but also men so they could understand the ladies out there, which is called Women Unleashed, Love Your Hormones and Reclaim Your Freedom. Is that the official title you're going with? Woman Unleashed is, but we've changed the subtitle. It's uh, Release Your Story, uh, Revive Your Hormones, and Reclaim Your Freedom. Mm, that is even more powerful. Yeah, so that's super cool. I didn't know that, and that's an awesome subtitle. So I want to talk all about your new book, but I also want to start right here. You were 13 years old, you were in your room, and you were contemplating your life. Let's go from there. Mm, yeah, it was... It was one of those moments that was so pivotal in my decision on what my trajectory in life was going to be. I was up to that point in a life where I just felt like I didn't have a lot of control. And, you know, not to anyone's fault. Now that I've done a lot of my healing, I've realized my parents were doing the best that they can with the information they had being immigrants that came to Canada in the 70s and trying to hold on to their culture and were just navigating two cultures just as I was. And But in those moments of not feeling free to be myself or think the way I wanted to think and express that fully, it just everything felt like it was coming to this place of there was just no way out, that my life was going to be theirs up until I got married and then it was going to be my husband's and his family's. So in my mind at that time, it just felt like, what was the point? Nothing I did was right. Nothing I did was enough. 
and it just felt like there was no way out. So I was sitting there in that moment, crying and crying. I think what had happened that day is my mother had read my journal. And, you know, that's supposed to be this sacred place where you can express yourself and feel free to express yourself. And I was in that moment recognizing that even that wasn't mine. Nothing was mine. My body wasn't mine. My mind wasn't mine. Nothing was there for me. And it was this moment of just wanting to feel free. And in that space, I felt like the only freedom I could receive was to I don't, be one with God again, or for my soul to be released. And, you know, it was a cry for help for sure, because it, I didn't want to leave, but it felt like it was the only way. And so I found this safety pin because there was nothing in my room. There was nothing there. And I started carving. I started carving the words, I hate life on my arm. And that stayed with me for years and years as a reminder of that moment where I almost left. And also the moment where all of a sudden something shifted. There was this thing that happened where all of a sudden I felt like, no, this, this isn't it. I, I am held by something bigger. There is something more for me. I don't have to be victim to this. This is temporary. This can change. It was this interesting polarity just in that same moment of feeling so victimized by my life and also so empowered. And thankfully, I didn't go through with it because I feel like I have a beautiful life now and I knew I had a message to share with the world. And I'm here today now talking to you. Yeah. And you do have a beautiful message that you're sharing very well. Sony, what would you say, what if somebody was listening right now who's actually going through what you went through when you were 13 years old, but they don't hear the opposite side of hope and the light at the end of the tunnel? How, how could you find that? Yeah, I, finding the, the little gifts in life. Because when I look back now, there were people in my life that were allowing me that space of expression, whether it was a teacher, an aunt, a cousin, there were people in my life that were supporting me. There were moments where I did feel free, but when you're in it, it's really hard to see that. And for those of you that are in that challenge, if you can just pause and breathe and see yourself for who you are and recognize that there's always a solution, no matter what we're going through, everything that we move through is temporary and there's always a solution and there's always help. It may not be in your immediate family. It may not even be in your external family, but there's always somebody out there that knows what you are going through and there's always support. Yeah, well said. I agree. There's always a solution. It's, there's always somebody out there that could help you. We just have to go seek it. Um, and I, as you know, I also was in a space of depression and suicide, so I could totally relate to what you're sharing. Thank you for sharing that. And why did you decide to write this book? This is your first book, correct? It is my first book, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. It was huge. <laughs> um, it's been brewing in my mind for years, I would say, since going through another trauma in my life, I would say 15 years ago now. It was that experience awakened something in me where I wanted to unleash myself. I really wanted that space of freedom and I started to understand myself more. I was growing in so many different ways and I wanted to share all that I was learning about myself. And then I started working with women 
and through my own healing with the traumas that I've been through and navigating healing for women that I've been working with, it just, it just kept gnawing at me that this conversation isn't happening enough, that we're not understanding that our history, our thoughts about ourselves, our belief systems, the things that we have been told since being in the womb influence our health today, influence our life today. And I think the more we speak to that, the easier it becomes for women and men to understand that healing is possible, that the potential is there and hope is there. We just need to kind of look at the shadows. We need to look at what we've been through so we can move through it instead of away from it. I feel like we're a culture of wanting to always move away from our pain and needing ways to distract ourselves mm -hmm. and discount ourselves too. But the more we dive into ourselves and discover ourselves, we understand that there's just this vast potential of connection there and healing. Hey, I want to let you know about an amazing company who offers really impressive foods from nature. I'm referring to wildfoods.co. If you're looking for a one-stop shop, for your keto supplements, keto coffee, keto nuts and seeds, and amazing collagen protein powders, you're gonna wanna check out wildfoods.co. Wild Foods specializes in real foods from small producers around the world. They're passionate about their ingredients and they have a powerful story. All of their products do not contain artificial sweeteners, no gluten, no soy, no refined sugars, no preservatives, and no fillers. They adhere to ridiculously high standards like myself, which is why I endorsed. So if you're looking for some keto protein powders, golden milk lattes for some restful nights of sleep, multivitamins for men and women, cacao powders, elderberry capsules for the immune system, wild Himalayan pink salt for your electrolyte balance, and much more, I want you to check out my friends over at wildfoods.co. As a listener of the Keto Camp Podcast, you will receive... 20% off your order by using the coupon code KETOCAMP at checkout. No space in between. KETOCAMP, camp with a K at checkout. Get 20% off your order. Head to wildfoods.co. Use KETOCAMP at checkout and enjoy their awesome products. You said something interesting there. You said what happened when you were actually in the womb, has de it determines kind of your behaviors now as an adult. So what you're saying is, when you were in the womb, as your mom was getting ready to give birth, the conversations that your parents were having and the environment affect you as that baby born into the world. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. There's a beautiful book called um, The Secret Life of Babies that really goes into all of this and the research behind it too. And so when we're in the womb, we're listening, we're understanding. So around 18 to 19 weeks, you know, the auditory system is there and is trying to figure out what the world is going to be like when we're in that world. And also mother's hormones, right? Are there stress hormones? Is there more oxytocin? Like we're really getting information from all the hormones that she's secreting. So we're learning, the brain is developing and learning and understanding, okay, well, this is the kind of phenotype that I'm supposed to have. This is the way I'm going to look. And this is the way I'm going to be in order to survive the tribe that I'm moving into. Because our brains are all developed for survival. Right? That's like the, the number one thing. And if we don't fit into the tribe that we're moving into, it's going to be really hard to survive. And we're going to feel left out and we're going to feel like we don't belong. And that feels like death for an individual. So the brain and the body are so smart that they're going to mold themselves to fit in. So it's like that 
that molding of ourselves and our beliefs happens in the womb. Like we're already changing who we are and maybe even our soul's purpose in order to fit into the environment that we're going into. It's amazing. It's really, really amazing. So in your book, I was blessed enough for you to send me kind of some some copies, not 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 the full book, but some some pages ahead of time. And that's why I thought the subtitle was different. So you changed it since then. And I was reading it uh, before I was getting ready for this interview. And you have a chapter about stress, trauma and your hormones. So maybe we could dive deep into that, how that all is uh, intertwined. And then you also referenced a book that my fiance just happened to be reading, which is The Body Keeps the Score. So let's dive deep into that topic. Yeah, beautiful book, has so much research and it's so many aha moments when you're reading it. And there's such a deep understanding in some realms that trauma influences the body, but I don't think in our everyday conversations, we understand that the hot flashes that we're having, the night sweats or the PMS or the endometriosis or any of that is related to something that happened before. There's a patient that I was working with who um, had endometriosis. And so if those of you that don't know what endometriosis is, is when the endometrial lining in your uterus kind of scatters around the body. You might find it in the ovaries or the fallopian tube, or even in the nose, anywhere else. More often in the gut, it tends to go there. So when I see a condition like that, I always go back and wonder why. Why did this tissue feel like it needed to move out of its secure, safe place and hide somewhere else? So my question to her was, you know, where else have you felt that in your life? Like, when did you feel like you had to hide? When did you feel that you weren't safe? And it showed up that she lived in a home where her parents were addicts. So the door would open and she wouldn't know who's walking in. She wouldn't know what the next conversation was going to be. She wouldn't know what the next reaction was going to be. And she always wanted to hide herself. So her Mm. whole life she spent hiding. And then here, her tissue, so our womb, our uterus, is this space that's supposed to be for creativity, for abundance. And that in itself started to hide in other places. So when you start relating these things, and it could be simply as being irritable in our last two weeks of our cycle, and that can, if you start tracing it back and start understanding where that began, you start to understand that your reactions today are really from a subconscious imprint from before. And, you know, in the book, I share about my own trauma. When I was eight years old, I was in a room with two older men. They were distant uncles. And I don't have complete recollection of what happened. I remember moments of it. My little cousin and I were in there. All I remember really is the man had a beard. And I remember what that felt like. And you know Nick, right? He's a lovely man, my husband. (laughs) He's been on the show, Dr. Nick Jensen. Right. And he, for a year, grew out his beard. And I would just get so triggered just by his presence or when he'd come close to me. And it wasn't until I started really unveiling what was going on because he had, he had grown his beard before in the past and it didn't bother me, but I was actually doing a lot of healing in that time. So a lot of things were surfacing. And so just his presence would create irritability. So then I'd snap at him. I'd snap at my kids. My hormones were off that entire year. And it wasn't until we had that conversation around what was going on and he shaved his beard (laughs) (laughs) and just to help and support me. And it also gave me this awareness like, oh my goodness, that that thing that happened there is affecting my amazing relationship here. And it could go down a total different trajectory if I didn't have the awareness that that's connected. I could be blaming him for all the little things that I'm feeling, even though none of it is his fault. Yeah. 
So I guess that's why when I first met you and I had my beard, you were like, get away from me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> that is super, super fascinating. Uh, and you also talk about in your book, the stories that you've kind of mentioned it already, but we, we create these stories and you talk about releasing old stories. So let's talk more about that. What are these stories that we create and how do we release them and create new stories that serve the better future? Yeah, I think there's different reasons for why we create stories. So maybe we created one in the womb to help us survive the environment we're going in. Maybe when we were young and we were really expressive, but we looked to our parents for their reaction and they weren't super impressed. And then we started suppressing our voice because we thought, okay, well, that doesn't work. That doesn't get me love or connection. So then we create a story around that. So I need to behave a certain way in order to receive love. Um, maybe it's a story around creating a wall around our hearts because we were hurt before. So we create these stories ourselves and we're given stories. Right. So stories are something that are beautiful and they hold tradition, they hold culture, and they can be amazing learning opportunities. And they're also influencing how we navigate our world and what we believe about ourselves and the lens that we put on when we're perceiving the world around us. So when we're trapped in somebody else's story and belief, and when we're trapped in the story that we've created to survive or to just better navigate our lives, we're not really connected to our own center and our own soul's story. We stop listening to our intuition. We stop listening to our body because we don't trust what the body or intuition is telling us. So in order to release that, we first have to recognize that the thoughts we're having, the beliefs we have, they're not necessarily ours. Like if we really start questioning in that moment where we have a reaction, like, okay, well, who does this belong to? Like, is this mine? Is it from social media? Is it from a commercial that's telling me that I need to wear this makeup to look beautiful? When we start questioning all of that, then we can start taking steps to release it. So then we can start to remember what our true story is. I don't think we need to create new ones. I really think we were born essentially knowing in our soul's purpose what our story is, but we forget over time. Powerful. So what about somebody who has created the story that they're always going to be overweight and they're never going to be able to be lean and healthy and they've kind of um, taken ownership the opposite way of that. I'm just accepting that I'm going to always be unhealthy and overweight. How do you release that story and create a better one? Yeah. Well, first I would go back to when the story started, right? So what are you receiving from this story right now? And understanding that and then recognizing when else did you receive that? Because what I find is when we're attached to a story and if it started from a trauma or an event or a conversation, I mean, it could have been that you witnessed something, could have been that you witnessed somebody being made fun of that was overweight or, or the opposite. Maybe you had a family member that was anorexic or you went through a trauma and you need to protect yourself and create layers on your body so that you don't look a certain way to create that protection. So understanding, you know, what we're receiving, are we receiving protection from this? Are we receiving um, a way to hide from the world? Or what are we getting from this story? And then going back to recognize where that started and where it began. And then from there, you can start to kind of uncover what you truly desire. And then you can take steps towards healing that because all of us have these stories whether it's somebody that's overweight or underweight right we carry so much of that with us without even knowing so i think by unveiling the reason for keeping it helps to shift it 
And you talk about yoga, meditation, mantra, and trauma, and you also speak upon GABA and what that does for your mental, emotional health. So why do you love those, those tools so much and, and how do we apply it today to get the benefits? Yeah, so yoga and meditation for me was, um, I don't like to use the phrase lifesaver, but it was one of those things that like just awakened something inside of me that was already there. It gave me permission to be myself in those moments. And what yoga does, yoga means union. So it's union of your mind, body, and your soul. So yoga doesn't have to be buying a yoga mat and doing a yoga class. Yoga could be going for a walk. It could be connecting with nature. It could be cooking a meal and you feeling completely connected with yourself and with, or with source or with the universe or with your children, right? It's really about connection. Interesting. So I do, I do yoga all the time. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. Like there's so many forms of yoga. There's karma yoga, there's bhakti yoga. So bhakti yoga is a devotional yoga. So that's just you being present in yourself and connected. Um, karma yoga is you being in service. So that could be feeding a homeless individual a meal. That's karma yoga. But that physical yoga that we do in the West is what's popular, right? Which is a beautiful thing. I do a lot of that yoga. I teach that yoga. And what that does, it creates these movements in our body that we don't normally do. It creates this awakening in certain nerve endings and connections between organs and our breath that we don't normally do in our daily lives. So it starts to repattern our system. It starts to repattern our brain to think differently and think in a way where the mind is not controlling the body, but the body is starting to signal the mind. Because often we're stuck in our mind and we're operating from our mind. But what yoga does, it brings you back into your heart center. It brings you into your breath, which is your life force, which is your prana, which we can't live without. We can live without food for several days, as we know. We can live without water for a few days as well. But breath, we can't go without. So in yoga, you start to learn techniques to create more of that adaptability with the breath by holding your breath for certain moments by you know breath of fire is one breath where you're working on your lower triangle which is your first second and third chakra system which is your root so from like you know where the uterus sits that whole place that and it's raising the energy up through your heart because everything gets stuck in the other places so this is just about moving that stagnation in our body and then meditation there's different forms of meditation too so i would say dancing is a form of meditation that i've used in the past, movement can be a meditation. And then there's, you know, misconception around meditation that you're going to be completely blissed out yeah. as soon as you start doing it. But really, that's where the work happens. Because now you're being silent. Now you're going inwards. You're looking to yourself instead of the outward world for solutions. So it gives you this moment of pausing and recognizing who you are and who you want to be. And, you know, I feel like when you incorporate that into your life, and it could be so simple, like I was saying, it could be going for a walk every morning and just being mindful and looking at the different shades of life that are around you. Like normally we would look outside, well, that's a green tree. What shades are in that tree, right? Just noticing these little elements that are around us all the time, because so much of our life we're either in the past or we're in the future. And we're not really here in the moment. So what yoga and meditation does, it brings you back to the moments. So then, then you have the capacity to heal the past and then project into the future the thing that you want. Beautiful. I love that. And how does that relate to GABA? Because you mentioned GABA in the book. Yes. Yeah, so GABA is one of those neuropeptides that helps 
create relaxation in the mind and I relate GABA to progesterone. So progesterone being our hormone that's anti-anxiety, it's antidepressive, it's the, it's the nurturer. So what progesterone does, it actually activates the receptors in our brain for GABA so that it can actually interlock and create that calming effect. And that's really where us humans need to live. Like we need to live in that parasympathetic state where we're calm and open and ready to receive. But we often are in that sympathetic state where cortisol is high. So then progesterone is low because progesterone is getting converted into cortisol. So now progesterone can't work on the brain. It can't work on activating those receptors. So now our receptors are deficient. So anxiety is up all the time not just in moments where it's applicable, but really it's in like everyday moments. Now all of a sudden anxiety is really high. So when anxiety is high, we're contracted. We're not ready to heal. We can't even think about healing because we're stuck in a state of feeling that life is happening to us instead of for us. Mm. How long have you been in practice, Sonia? Since 2009. We graduated 2007 and traveled for two years and then yeah 2009 2000 yeah that's 12 years now 12 13 years primarily in canada you've been practicing yes vancouver canada yeah i want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil i know shocking i was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years and then i came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega. And the cool thing about Pureform is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden, your fat burning hormones can do its job. So you lose weight. All of a sudden, your cells produce energy. So you feel good. So we know that cellular health is key for performance and longevity. So I've been taking Pureform every single day. My dog takes it every single day. So does my girlfriend and my mom. This is how much I love the product. If you want to get your bottle delivered to your door, head over to purelifescience.com. Check them out. Order a bottle or two, and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is purelifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is Ben. B-E-N and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. You've worked with thousands and thousands of people. You are a, top, a leading authority when it comes to women's health. So my question to you is this. Out of all the women that you've worked with over the years, what are maybe the top three most common symptoms that they deal with? And then what are the main causes of each one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I would say anxiety is probably the number one and several different causes. And when I start unpacking with them, there's usually an event that's created that anxiety. There is a perception, there's a belief. And then that turns into deficiencies in our hormones due to all the various things, right, that we talk about. The traumas, not only the emotional ones, but our chemical ones, our physical ones, our environment toxins, our foods that we're eating. It's just this perpetual thing that happens because 
when a woman has anxiety, her gut system is also not working as well. So it's a cyclical thing that starts to happen and her hormones then are also are not serving her because now her progesterone isn't mm -hmm. where it's supposed to be. So it's just unpacking that needs to happen of understanding where the anxiety is coming from and that it's not who she is. It's not what defines her because often we define ourselves with our diagnosis and almost gives us a little bit of, um, I think, freedom or this might sound a little bit harsh, an excuse to react in a way that we do with our families and stuff. It kind of gives us, well, I have anxiety, so I can't do that. Or I have anxiety and that's why I'm overreacting to what's going on. But really, if we can like unpack that and unstick ourselves from that diagnosis, then we start to understand what actually needs to happen for us to be more calm and be more present. The other things I would say for menstruating women is um, PMS, heavy periods, irregular periods, like those kinds of things are showing up. And so what I've done in the book is I've actually created this triangle of disconnect uh, or of, of like sisterhood. And I've labeled these three ways that we usually are. And I feel like those are the three things that kind of show up more often in a woman's life with her health. And so one is the duchess. So when we're in that state, we're like the woman that can get everything done. So more of like that type A CEO, like has a schedule, her alarm clock goes off at five o'clock. She's got the kids going, like everything's scheduled and ready to go. And she's just, you know, like she thrives off of that stress. But then what happens when we're thriving off of that stress, the anxieties show up, the gut issues show up, the inability to be very intimate shows up, the libido starts to go down because we're too busy doing this thing. And then the other piece is the damsel, you know, the one that maybe can't express how she wants to express herself. So now she's got thyroid issues because that's where our voice sits and that's mm. where our expression is. And she's always, you know, the one that's keeping the community together, keeping the family together and making sure everybody else is okay. And then she's the last one to receive that self-care. And then you go to the diva where everything's fine and just doesn't want to look at the pain, doesn't want to look at what life is giving her, but everything's okay. So I'm just going to ignore what's happening in my body. There might be pain, there might be aches, there might be hot flashes, there might be night sweats, but I'm just going to ignore that and keep trucking along and moving through. And that individual needs almost like a hard stop. So sometimes it's cancer. Sometimes it's something like endometriosis where like she can't leave the house for five to 10 days when she's bleeding. So I feel like when we're sitting in one of those positions and we all have that within us and there's moments where because i also talk about the gifts of each one right like the duchess is that one that can really you know provide space for her family to thrive because she's holding it all together the damsel is the one that keeps the community get together but the diva is the one that's really elevating everybody around her so there's polarities to all of these things. It's when we get stuck in that polarity that may serve us for a moment, like getting her done is going to serve us in getting a project finished or getting through school. It's going to help us, but we can't sit there forever. It's when we sit in the one of those forever that we get those things showing up in our lives. Very cool. I love that you did that triangle. Duchess, Danzel, Diva. Really, really, really fascinating. Okay, so what are maybe one more for a really common symptom and, and kind of the root cause of it? Mm -hmm. So Hashimoto's is a big one that mm -hmm. I work with and younger and younger girls are starting to get that. And 
often it's toxicity, right? Because the, the thyroid is so sensitive to our chemical world. And then another layer to that, something's happened in that woman's life where she couldn't use her voice or she had to freeze in order to feel safe. I work with a lot of women that have been sexually harassed or sexually abused or even raped. And I would say 98% of those women had Hashimoto's. Wow. So when there's a moment in your life where you had to freeze and you couldn't vocalize what needed to happen, I find that's where the thyroid, especially, you know, either the immune system starts to fight it or it starts to expand. Many women will get cysts on their thyroid as well, usually benign. And that tends to show up a lot in that space. That's interesting. So with your book, what was maybe your biggest lesson that you learned personally in writing your first book? Hmm. Well, one was that the healing just never stops. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> There's always another layer. Like as I was writing, there was a moment where I had to stop writing for two months as I wrote about my own story because then I had to uncover more so that I could write more. So it's a journey. I think that is the biggest thing. There's never a one answer for all of us. And I find the more we can anchor into the fact that we are on a journey and that there's no perfection to it and we don't have to get there right away. I think that is really the biggest learning for me. And for somebody who reads your book, and I encourage everybody to go get the book, by the way, where can they go get the book? Mm -hmm. So you can go to womanunleashthebook.com. It's also presently on Amazon for pre-sales. So you can get it there. Awesome. Yeah, we'll put a link for that down below. Womenunleashthebook.com. Go check it out. Go get the book. If you're anything like me, you probably spend some money each month on your supplements. But what if you're still tired and you just don't feel 100% well? Well, there could be a deficiency. What if there was a way to know if you were actually absorbing your supplementation or not absorbing and maybe you're taking too much of something? Well, what I'm bringing you today is a chance to accurately test all of that. In this case, I'm talking about upgraded formulas, upgraded hair test kit and consultation and once you uncover these hidden deficiencies, you could get rid of these symptoms you might be experiencing that might be affecting your thyroid, adrenals, or much more. Upgraded Formulas is a very cool company. I interviewed Barton Scott, who is the founder and chemical engineer who helps craft all their supplements, and they have this really cool upgraded mineral deficiency analysis. So say goodbye to blood and urine tests, which typically indicate short-term results, Hair is the best identifier, and you could get that hair from your head, armpit area, or even pubic area, and you'll receive a consultation with a member of Upgraded Formulas to help discuss your results. And it's very simple. Collect your hair sample, send it in, and get your results fast. We've worked out an exclusive deal, KetoCamp podcast listeners, to receive 10% off your order. Head to UpgradedFormulas.com, use the coupon code BEN10, at checkout to get your hair mineral kit and any other supplements that you could find on their website. That is upgradedformulas.com. Use the coupon code BEN10. What's something that they might expect to be revealed to them? I mean, you already mentioned so much, but what, what's something that maybe might be unexpected for somebody to read your book and it'll be revealed to them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's lots of exercises in there that you'll do to kind of uncover the roles that you're playing 
the masks that you're wearing, the stories that you're holding. You're going to get opportunities to really dive into that for yourself. So this isn't really like a, a quick read where you can read it in one or two days and you're done with it. It's more of like you read a chapter and then you pause mm. and you, you do something for yourself. You may find that you're going to start falling in love with yourself. That's what my goal is. Beautiful. Yeah. And you have a section in there called the unmasking. And it's not about face masks with the virus. It's a different type of unma unmasking that you're speaking about. So I want to uh, just close out the conversation since, you know, it's the Keto Camp podcast on a few things because I learned a lot from you over the years. I even mentioned you in my book, Keto Flex, on how to really apply keto and fasting for the women out there. So, for example, you mentioned a heavy period, heavy menstrual cycle. What are some things that somebody, a woman who's listening right now doing keto, who's having heavy menstrual cycles, what can they do to navigate keto so they have a healthier monthly cycle? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so variation is key when that happens. So those first two weeks of your cycle, you can kind of go heavy with keto. And then the last two weeks of your cycle, you really want to up your car healthy carbohydrates yeah. so that you can support that progesterone. So that's one way. The other way is using seeds. I, I do a lot of seed cycling. So doing like pumpkin and flax in the beginning and then doing like sesame in the last two weeks, that's going to also support it. And then the bigger thing really, when there's heavy periods, you want to look at your phase one, phase two detoxification process in your liver. So you want to be invoking that phase one by using like curcumin or using things like ECGC, which is an extract of green tea and then you want to be using things like dim and i3c calcium glucuronate so that you can help support that detoxification of those excess estrogens that are coming in from the environment which is creating that heavier bleed and some will have breast tenderness heavy bleeds cramping so you want to start really supporting that liver and a really simple way of doing that is doing a castor oil pack yeah yeah and then you stop doing that when you're bleeding because it will increase your bleed. But what you're doing is you're breaking up stagnation. So heavy bleeds are there because there's stuck tissue. So the tissue is stuck and that happens for various reasons, whether it's stress related or it's environmentally related or it's the foods that we're eating. So recognizing those things and then just supporting the circulation in that area. And that's where the yoga can come in too. Like simply doing a Sufi grind will increase circulation in that uterine area. So that in itself can help. So the castor oil pack, I didn't know that. So once the, the bleed week starts, you, you'd recommend not to do the castor oil pack? Yeah, it would actually increase the bleeding. Mm -hmm. Okay, then, and then once the period stops, you could get right back on the castor oil pack. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I don't have to worry about that personally, but for my no, fiance. fiance. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, and a castor oil pack is really great. You just simply put the castor oil on that little pack and then you put it around your liver, right? Tie it around and then you just sleep with it. And then in the morning, you take it off. That's great advice. What about the postmenopausal woman? Should they also vary it up? Yes, always. So I encourage women to move with the moon. So mm. normally uh, women will ovulate on full moon and menstruate on new moon. So if you're postmenopausal, you can still move that into that rhythm because you still have a rhythm. You're still connected to the moon. You're still connected to all the other women in the world, as we have learned from our pheromones. So understanding that cycle, then you can still vary throughout the month to create more of that variety. Postmenopausal do have more freedom to be in ketosis longer than women that are menstruating. But I find the women that do that variation throughout the month, their thyroids are happy, their cardiovascular system's happy. There's just more of this like steadiness that happens within them. 
And postmenopausal women probably need to do more of the yoga, meditation, stress relieving activities because now their adrenals have taken over, right? That's right. Yeah. So as soon as you're in perimenopause, really at the age of 35, the adrenals start to kind of wake up a little bit more to take over for the ovaries. And if you've been living a life of stress and there's been these events in your life, your adrenals, they're capable, but they don't have the reserves that they would have if we were living, you know, on land and eating from the land and living in a village and not really having the stresses that we do in our modern day lives we would move through that transition a lot differently. There's been studies done where, you know, generational trauma is also something covered in the book where they've done studies on Holocaust survivors and the children that were born all had adrenal insufficiency. Wow. So you can see that our parents' stories, our grandparents' stories are going to influence the trajectory of our own hormonal health because depending on how our adrenals were supported when we were young, that's going to influence what menopause is like later. Yeah, that's fascinating. And, and it makes me really become even more inspired to make sure I'm doing all the things I need to do for my health, my fiance's health, for my future children. Because as you said, it's passed on not just a toxicity, generational toxicity, but a generational trauma. Fascinating. So Sonia, I know the book is over at womenunleashedthebook.com, but where else can they go check you out? Mm-hmm. So on Instagram, it's Dr. Sonia Jensen, and our website's drsjensen.com and also divineelements.ca. Awesome. You're doing amazing work, you and your husband, Nick Jensen. I can't wait to see you both in person, hopefully sooner than later. Thank you for writing the book and, and putting your, your, you know, your life's work into something somebody could read or eventually listen to, and it could really help them. I think this is a book that it's going to be important, not just for women, but for husbands out there, men out there. I mean, I'm a guy, and, and I can't wait to read it just because I want to understand women better. I want to understand my fiance better, my mom better, all the relationships I have in my life who are females. So thank you for for that book. Thank you for what you're doing. And uh, I can't wait to have more conversations like this with you and also your husband, Nick. Oh, thank you. Thank you for everything that you do. You're such a light in this world. And just just the fact that you said that, that you want to read it to better understand the women in your lives. I think that in itself is going to give permission for other men to do the same. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Dr. Sonia Jensen. Just a heads up, the link for her book is actually womenunleashedbook.com. Women, W-O-M-A-N, unleashedbook.com to go pre-order her book. There are several links and retailers on that website. We're going to drop a link down below in the podcast notes. I highly recommend if you're a woman or you know somebody who's a woman, gift this book to them. It'll make all the difference for them and for you. So that is womenunleashedbook.com. Check out all the other links and resources down below for Dr. Sonia Jensen. Go send her some love on social media. Go check out her website. We're going to put all that down below. Please send this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast to a woman in your life that you know that could really take value from a conversation like this and also post it on your social media. If you haven't left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating or a review yet on Apple Podcast, please do so today and it'll make a big difference for the show to get into more hands. Thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. I'll see you on the next one.
This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.